Hello and welcome everyone to our new podcast, Faith in Action. I am excited about this new podcast that we are launching today. And just to give some explanation of what exactly Faith in Action is, I just want to touch on a couple of things before we actually talk about the topic that I have planned for us today to discuss and to talk about and to just get some ideas on just how we can do this topic better. And again, just going to talk a little bit about what is faith in action. For many of you that are listening, you are most likely individuals and audience members who listened to my previous religious podcast, Broken, Transformed, Restored. That is a podcast I have had going for about a couple of years now, kind of to help supplement my preaching and also kind of just something that was a therapy thing for me considering my last preaching job did not go so well and and whatnot. So it was kind of a therapy thing, but also fulfilling that desire to preach still and decided that it was time for something new. So what exactly is Faith in Action? And Faith in Action is a podcast that's focused primarily on practicing our faith. And when I say practicing our faith, I'm mainly referring to practicing spiritual disciplines. I felt that this was a need for this because in the Churches of Christ, which I am a member of, and I'm sure most of my audience are members of the Church of Christ, you can think about how many options we have in the church. When it comes to talking about doctrine, discussing doctrine, you could think of all the options we have, all the podcasts, all the videos and things we have on YouTube and social media that's discussing doctrine. And I am not against doctrine being discussed or being talked about. However, I have come to a realization that there is a lack of teaching of practicing spiritual disciplines. And unfortunately, our lack of teaching that or even our members and our preachers, elders and deacons and everyone in between and everyone else within the church, the lack of knowledge on that has been nothing but disaster for us. And it's really, really bad. We discuss doctrine. And again, I'm not against us talking about doctrinal issues and us trying to understand what scripture is trying to tell us when it comes to regard in regard to what scripture tells us as far as commands are given. And when it comes to how to live our lives, we should always rely on scripture for that. And we should always discuss that, but we don't really get into the practicality of how exactly is this done. And there's really not much training out there for that. And the inspiration I got from this was from a sermon series that was done not long ago where I attend at the Northeast Church of Christ in Cincinnati. Uh, Our preacher there, Noah, did a series on prayer. And it was the most practical sermon series I have ever heard in my life. And it was just so mind-opening because there were so many aspects of prayer that I had never even thought of or didn't even think about practicing because I was never taught. 
And it really made me think, man, there's so many things that I'm learning that I could use not only in my own personal life, but I could have used in ministry to teach others. And that's when I came to realization I didn't teach it because I didn't know. I didn't know it. And so it kind of got me thinking, I want to make easily digestible podcasts anywhere in the grand scheme as far as time is concerned from 15 to 20 minutes. Some may be less than 15 minutes. Some may be a little longer than 20 minutes. However, I am trying to give a bite-sized, easy, easily digestible podcast that you can take and say, you know what? There are some steps that he is talking about that I myself can take to sorry, to help me practice my Christianity in a better and more efficient way. And so with that, today we're going to be talking about and we're going to be talking about a couple of points here and this is about the topic of studying and reading your Bible. So often when we talk about this topic, especially I think about my previous times in the pulpit, I just will say, well, just need to read your Bible. You need to study your Bible. Might go over to 2 Timothy 2.15, 2 Timothy 3.16, and and, uh, go to those verses to talk about why we need to study our Bibles, why we need to read our Bibles, and maybe go to a few other verses as well. And yes, it is important to show the scriptural authority to why we do what we do. However, one thing you have to keep in mind, too, is the fact that we can spout scripture all day long, but if we don't actually show and teach how to actually do these spiritual disciplines, then how do we expect people to know what to do? How do we expect people to understand and navigate their way through scripture? How do we expect any of that if they do not know how to do it? So we're just going to talk about a few points here and some real practical points to help you get started. Perhaps you're a Bible student and you're new to the scripture. Let's say you're new to the scripture and you open up your Bible and you start in Genesis. You start in Genesis and you are so beyond confused after you get done with Genesis or maybe you're confused in Genesis and perhaps you're trying to finish every the entire Bible in one setting, and you're getting so confused on what to do. Where do you go? And we're going to be discussing that over the coming weeks. But right now, I want to discuss first to help get your mindset for studying and reading scripture. And this is not stuff that you absolutely have to do, but I want to talk about these two things. First thing I want to talk about is set aside a specific time each day for Bible reading and study. This could be in the morning, during the lunch break, or in the evening before bed. This is extremely important, setting aside a time to do your Bible study or your reading, because we live in a world where we get so busy, me included. I get so busy at times that it's hard for me to even get the stuff done that I want to get done. Nevertheless, the stuff I need to get done. So it is important that we set a time aside for us to study and for us to read our Bibles. Because not only setting aside that time very important, but it helps us get that mindset of, okay, when I wake up in the morning, if you're a morning person, 
Let me get my coffee. Let me go into the living room. Let me go outside. Let me go to someplace that's quiet. And let me read my scriptures. And which we'll talk about the quiet and comfortable space. That's our next point there. Uh, now, great. I told you the next point. So you're going to be like, oh, well, that's it. Time to click off the podcast. Don't do that, please. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, what I wanted to say, though, is that it's so important to set that time aside, whether it's in the morning or during the lunch break, before bed. No, don't feel guilty if you fall asleep reading scripture. There's no better way to fall asleep reading than reading scripture, maybe to pray, perhaps. But get involved in the word. And it don't have to be no exact specific time. If you can do 10 minutes, then do 10 minutes. If you can do 30 minutes, then do 30 minutes. If you can do an hour, do an hour. There is no specific rule telling you what time or how much time you need to study. Even if you can only just get five minutes in a day, that's good. Because as our habits go, getting five minutes in is still quite a bit compared to maybe a lot of people that have not opened their Bibles in a long time. Now, are there times you may want to increase that goal and say, you know what, I've been doing five minutes for the past year now. I want to try to increase that. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I don't want to make it seem like that you absolutely have to have this mandatory increase. Just set aside time, even if it's a shorter amount of time than anyone else that you have to get into the word. Matter of fact, and again, I'm not encouraging, I'm not saying that you absolutely need to do the five minutes a day thing. However, there are times when I have gone weeks without any type of serious study and uh, and I've gotten so busy and gotten so consumed with so much stuff that I'm like, oh man, like I might read a scripture here or there or read something, maybe read along and on Sunday morning, but I don't sit there's been week times when weeks gone by and I have not sat down and seriously studied and read the scripture separate from the worship assembly. And with that, I get times where I feel like that if someone did five minutes a day, they put in more time reading scripture than I did in those weeks that I didn't do anything. So that's the reason why I say that even if you can do five minutes a day, that's still a significant amount and it does add up. So be really good on choosing a specific time of day that works for you on reading and studying your Bible. And that's important, especially the what works for you. I know a lot of people will try to push, try to read in the morning, read in the morning. That's the best time to do it. It's like, well, if it's the best time for you, great. If it's not the best time for you, then do it when it is convenient for you. Second thing when it comes to reading and studying your Bible, and I alluded to this previously, Find a quiet and comfortable space where you can focus and concentrate on reading the Bible. And I think this is something that I, I don't know if this is a subconscious thing, and I don't know if it's just me, but are, do you feel like there's times where you might feel a little weird reading scripture in certain settings, especially if you go to a church that has pews? And then maybe you're now you're on your couch at home in reading scripture. And I know there's sometimes I do feel a little weird 
when doing that because this this idea that God is outside of the building. And there's times where I don't feel weird, but I'm sure there's times that some of us might feel a little weird and just having that comfort and being comfortable to read scripture. And I almost feels like that in some ways that we might have subconsciously think that you have to have some type of discomfort in order to concentrate and read your Bible or study your Bible. And that's absolutely false. Be as comfortable as you can. Find a quiet space as you, if you possibly can or a space that's quieter than others. You might not have a space that's 100% quiet, but maybe you got a space that's a bit quieter than the others. Might be away from other people. It might be less people in that break room than it is in the one that you usually go to. There might be less people on that side of the house than in the side of the house that you're in. You know, whatever the situation is, try to find as quiet a space as you possibly can. And if you can't find a quiet space, put some headphones in. If you are able to, put some air. Um, some headphones in, some earbuds, whatever, turn on some type of music in the background to help you concentrate and focus on reading the Bible. And it's so important to find a comfortable space and a quiet space because you don't realize how much you can take in from the scriptures when you have that quiet space to meditate on God's word. And it really is does make a big difference. And this is not to say that God's word is powerless in uh, a loud environment. It's just as powerful. However, I do feel like that being able to concentrate in a quiet space and be able to focus while in that space and being comfortable helps increase the amount that you want to study and increases how much you take in into the scriptures. And so we're going to be talking about Um, this topic a little more this week. Going to have some video tips on some places that you can go to uh, study your Bible at. Going to have some videos posted on our social media channels in which um, right now we are on the following platforms. We are on TikTok. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. And we are on Instagram. Those pages are still in somewhat of a working order. Our only one that is fully, fully up right now is TikTok. And we do have, um, I'm sorry, I said we have a TikTok. We actually don't have a TikTok account. I want to correct that. I'm thinking about our previous, or not our previous, but our other podcast, um, Life After School. We have a TikTok on there. Uh, We haven't decided if we're going to do a TikTok for this account yet. And for this podcast, rather. And so um, we are going to be posting on Instagram. And we do feel like Instagram might be a little bit better as far as the goals that we're trying to accomplish. And we might have better using the reels than using TikTok when it comes to promoting and talking about stuff on this podcast. So um, keep this keep those things in mind. We're going to try to post some videos on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube. And I'm sorry about the TikTok confusion. I completely forgot we just launched um, the TikTok account for uh, Life After School. So I started getting all mixed up here. So I apologize for that. Um, I know there are a number of Christians on TikTok. And so if you think we should do a TikTok and operate a TikTok for faith in action, just let me know and we'll look at our options and see what we can go from there. 
And so, again, thank you all for listening to our pilot episode as we launch. And next week's episode is going to sound different as far as having everything in order as far as our background music, our intro, and all of that. I just wanted to get this first episode out to talk about who exactly we are and what we are trying to accomplish in this process and in this podcast of faith and action. You all have an amazing rest of your evening and have a great rest of your weekend. Um, I say rest of your weekend. It hasn't started yet, but you know it's getting close. Rest of the weekend, it is. So, <laughs> so enjoy. Be safe. God bless. And don't forget, read your Bibles and study your Bibles, even if it's just five minutes a day. Thank you all again. Have a great and blessed night.